I wanted to talk about pseudonyms or pen names because it's something I struggle with and something I'm trying to decide what to do. And I have a list of reasons, but we can go on what is your thinking of why somebody might want to use a pseudonym. And then I got a well, list of other reasons if, yeah. if you don't know. I mean, I'll use a pen name, obviously. You know my real name. Uh, I think, well, so many authors do it. So I guess the question is why. Right. I think that there is a certain freedom in concealing your identity behind a pen name just in a, as part of the creative act. I found that that to be the case. But I also think that authors write under different pen names. I, I don't know how many Dean Koontz had, but... Yeah, a lot. I, I was looking that up. That, yeah, at least and, 10. At least 10. And uh, his when he did the Gothic Romance books, which are very expensive, they're big collector's items. I, I looked on eBay and they're like you know, $300 for one of his Diana Dwyer, I think it was, Gothic Romances. And... You know, it makes sense that he would write books, especially during that time, books aimed at mostly female readers with a female pen name that sounds like the genre. That is one of the big reasons right. that established writers may choose a pseudonym pen name is because they want to try something new. So you have Dean Koontz, who clearly has a specific genre, everybody who knows him, goes for. But then, like you said, he wants to write something outside of that genre. They want to tackle a different genre. They may choose to adopt that name. Yeah. I read a book by, uh, and I, it's actually an excellent book by Dean Koontz that came out in the 70s, and it's called uh, Writing or How to Write Commercial Fiction or Genre Fiction, I think it is. And this is when he was writing under a lot of different pen names, including the Gothic romance. And he breaks it down like Westerns, like different genre. And it was obvious that he did this to make money. Like this was his job. He's like, yeah, I can, I can whip up a, a Gothic romance in a week, slap my pen name on it, send it off. And now I've made, you know, how many, how much money it was at the time. So for him, it was definitely a practical decision uh, and maybe some other reasons too, but I, I think that that's also part of it. It's a way to make money. And there's nothing office. wrong with that. That's your job. No, you know? gosh, no, not if at you all. can do it, do it. Agatha Christie had the false name Mary Westmacott because mm. she Wait, wanted that's to. Her. She made well. Agatha Christie, we know, was always mysteries, right? But she right, wanted but is to that get her real name. No, Agatha that's the name Christie? she made up to write romance novels. Oh, okay. So that, that is one. Now let's go. What do you think another reason someone may use a fake name? Well, there's uh, Stephen King's pen name, Richard Bachman. That's right? correct. Richard yeah. Bachman. And I'm not sure if. I know. Did. I know what I heard. Oh, Let me see why. what you okay. heard. Do you know why? I, I think it was because he became such a popular author that he was testing the waters with this other pen name to see if he could get published. That's that not what I heard. No, because, oh, okay. because he was already published, I think. No, but published as Richard. Oh Bachman. yeah. No, but what I heard was, and that could be true. 
you know, with Stephen King, there's a lot of um, stories out there. The story I heard was that, and we know this now, that he wanted to write so much, but the publishers were like, you can't write these, this many books as Stephen King, you'll burn yourself out. Like no one's going to want to buy four Stephen King books a a year, you know? So he would Mm -hmm. write Richard Bachman books to continue writing and publish. Now, are Richard Bachman books, I don't, I have a couple. I don't know if I've, I, maybe I have read, he really, he re-released some with his Stephen King name, I think. But are they different from Stephen King? Are they more extreme me, horror? Let, give me a second here. I want to grab my okay. Bachman books. Hold on. All right. So this is, it's in really bad condition. It's a paperback called the Bachman books. Okay. Um, they're very similar. Like if you... So let's see. The long walk is only death can keep you from the finish line in the ultimate competition of the all too near future. And I think that might be. Yeah. And then the running man, the running man. Oh, right. Yep. That's a movie that. with I, Schwarzenegger. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this, there are four books here. Rage, the long walk, road work and the running man. And I think they're very much Stephen King. Um. Rage, you cannot get. So unless you buy it, get it. Yeah. The reason why is it's a school shooting. Oh, that's right. I've heard of that. Yeah. Was was Thinner one of his Bachman books? Yeah. I think Thinner was also a Bachman book. I read that one. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Even the movie was okay. Mm Mm-hmm. But Rage, yeah, it, he decided not to have that out there anymore. So, like, if you see it, you can pick it up. But I will say, reading it, it's not good. It's not a very good book. Okay. Like, But it is a collector's it's item. It's very, very early, his writing. Yeah, I guess it's a collector's item. You were talking about why authors might choose a Yeah, so name. that that's, I have some other ones, but keep going. I Well, I was thinking of. To hide the fact that they're a female. Yes. Especially back in the day, like George Eliot comes to mind. And there have been other writers where traditionally it would, I'm talking in the 1800s and earlier, where uh, it would seem unseemly for a woman to write maybe a particular type of novel. And I still think, I mean, you have uh, J.K. Rowling, she she may have done that. My pen name, R. St. Clair, you, I mean, I, you can't really tell. I guess you can tell that, you know, I'm a female writer, but, uh, you know, it doesn't give it away right away. Oh, what, the R. St. Clair? The R. Yeah, who knows? That Richard. could be, yeah, could be Richard St. Clair. That's right. But uh, J.K. Rowling, I think, yes, that was the same idea of R. St. Clair. It was like, you don't know if it's John Rowling. However, she did use a pseudonym to publish crime fiction, like more adult type stuff under the name Robert Galbraith. Galbraith. Yes. Yes. I don't, I mean, I've only read, I only read the first Harry Potter book, so I'm not, I'm not really knowledgeable about her work, but I mean, I think she's a good writer. Well, there's also uh, Anne Rice. Yes. Wrote uh, like she wrote her erotica under I think I've brought this up. A N Rokolar, which means Anne with a cloak. Ooh. In French, the Rokolar's cloak, I guess. 
So I thought that was interesting. Her, her did you ever read any of her? No, like the, um, the taking your beauty. Yeah, no, no. You don't know what you're missing. No. <laughs> I've I've heard about it and I've been very interested, but I just didn't. I also think that writing under a pen name can be for the, for an author can be extremely freeing. For example, I have a couple titles out there. I won't tell you what the pen name is where I tried writing in a, a different style, writing more like a, a traditional romance under as an, almost as an experiment under a pen name. It didn't do, they didn't do, I have two books out. They didn't do very well, but they're still on Amazon, but I won't tell you what they are because it's kind of embarrassing. But I did that because I wanted to try to write under a different genre. Yeah, Mostly I, to see if they would be popular and make money, but they really didn't. They kind of failed, so maybe my heart wasn't in it. Yeah, that's like a the genre hopping is a great reason why you may do that, because R. St. Clair is a horror writer, and that doesn't mean you cannot write science fiction. doesn't mean you cannot write romance. But once you become a brand... Yeah. Uh, unless you are Stephen King, and even he would probably have a hard time saying, oh, I'm doing a romance. Right. Because like I've, I've written some fantasy. It's not published. It's on Wattpad because I, it's more of a me. I don't know what would you call it? experimenting with the genre. Yeah. So, uh, which is what I like to do sometimes. And fantasy, and, I, and that's under my pen name, but fantasy and horror it's pretty much overlapped along and science fiction as well. Those, those three are often grouped together. Yeah. When you're in the bookstore, you'll find them all even, together. Yeah. Even though it kind of drives me crazy when they are grouped together in a bookstore. Uh, Tony Morrison apparently had, is the pen name, which I didn't know. I have not read many of her books, but I should, it's like on the list of those things that I should be reading, but then I can't help reading my sleazy horror books. Let's talk about some famous ones since you just brought that up. Uh, do you know that Lewis Carroll is not his real name? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's Charles Ludwig Dodgson. Oh, you know what? I did know that. He's an <laughs> English writer. Now, he was like we talked about Alice in Wonderland, and he's a mathematician. Mm-hmm. And right. so Lewis Carroll, he had a weird way of coming up with it. I think he took his name turned it into Latin, and then flipped it and came up with Lewis Carroll when he translated it back. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Okay, we have um, George Orwell. Did you know that was a pen name? No. His name is... I I knew that Mark Twain was a pen name. uh, We're getting there. Oh, okay, sorry. Eric Arthur Blair is George Orwell's name. Now, this is really... Fascinating. We're talking about reasons you may want to use a pen name. His reason was that he his first book was down and out in Paris and London, and he did not want to embarrass his family as it was a memoir that reflects on his time living in poverty. Okay. So that's one reason is family. You may have a reason you don't want the people in your life no, you're writing about them. <laughs> Especially or, if you're writing about what horrible people they Yes. <laughs> or just personal things. You know, you want to separate yeah, personal that. personal things. Isaac Asimov had a, had a pen name, Paul French. Mm. Now, he's famous for sci-fi. I mean, he's, he's right. the god of robot fiction, you know. Um, 
But he wanted to publish a series of juvenile science fiction books, so that's why he chose that name, Paul French. Well, that makes sense, like we were talking about when you, you want to change genres. Yep. And, and you also want to hide your identity a bit. Like, I have thought about, as a, just an, ex, an exploration, challenging myself to write a very extreme horror novel Mm-hmm. To see if I, you know, just as a channel. I don't read extreme horror, but I just thought maybe I would just to play and come up with some kind of pen name for if I do that for that. You know? Now, do you think if you did that, would you choose a male name or a female name? I would definitely choose a male name. Yeah. And I think also writing in with the male voice. Like, I, I believe that in Jung's theory about the anima and the animus, like within us, we can tap into these different voices and I mean, literary voice writing from a male point of view, I think could be freeing in a way. And then also writing a romance perhaps from a lot of romances will like switch the lover's point of view. That's just like a popular technique. I see a lot. So one chapters, his, his perspective, one chapter is her perspective. It's it's a fun thing to do as an author. It's very it can be very creative. It's interesting you brought that up about writing from a male point of view because I remember interviewing Andy Weir. He wrote The Martian, mm-hmm. and he also has a new book that came out maybe a year ago. That's when I interviewed him. Was Project Hail Mary? His second book was called Artemis, and I really enjoyed that book. But his main character was female, and he said that he did get some criticism from people who thought that his they didn't enjoy his female point of view. Mm. So I think that might be something you may run into if you're writing under your name and you're a male and you're writing a female character or vice versa. Although I don't think females would get as much grief. And I think that's today's culture is like. Yeah, like uh, uh, Andrew Lyle, who did wrote the foreword for Carney, my new book. Mm-hmm. Mentioned, he did a really great video about Carney, but he mentioned that my protagonist in his words is a bit of a scumbag and i agree he's not he's not a nice guy he's misogynistic that's the character i created and andrew was saying how even though he's kind of a jerk you, you root for him mm-hmm. and that can be a little con- morally confusing or, or, and but he said that he didn't know if he could get away with writing that character as much as I can. Maybe I won't get away with writing that character, but <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, but that's I, can a- kind of, I can kind of get away with it because I'm female. And if I were a male and writing this obnoxious character, would I get some flack for it? Yeah, you might get not? flack because people would say, are you promoting this type of behavior as a man? Right? Right. Uh, either way, but that I could... That, I, I do think that that <clears throat> is always a risk for any writer and to worry about, especially if you're writing horror or something edgy, like, oh, people are going to think this is what I think. But that's just fear and to try to move past that as much as you can. Yeah, I agree. You could try a pseudonym if you're worried, like you said, about writing something extreme and maybe you want to just see how it goes. If I were writing extreme horror, which I never have, but I think I do have at least a couple short stories like that. In, and some of my short stories are actually pretty extreme, but uh, I, I might flirt with a male 
pen name just to really give me like that dose of testosterone <laughs> to get me through it, to power through my sick fantasy. You brought up Mark Twain, whose real name mm-hmm. is Samuel Clemens. And he had other pen names, but apparently Mark Twain was the one that stuck around. Mm-hmm. There's a, a very normal reason you may choose a pen name, and that's because it's already established as a name like James Patterson. Apparently, there's a lot of James Pattersons in the world. Oh. And if your name's James Patterson, you probably don't want to write under that name. I don't even know if you could. I think I think you can. It'd be a I, bad choice, I think. But maybe people are searching for James Patterson, and then your book comes up, and they buy your book by mistake. Yeah. But I wonder if there is something like if my name was really Stephen King. Oh, he's got to have it trademarked to a place where it's like. You, That's a good question. I yeah, don't know. I don't know either. But I wouldn't take the chance. Like it'd well, be a, course, it'd be a yeah. cheesy like way of thinking I'm going to trick people into buying my books. But the minute yeah, they realize they'll that, be they'll be pissed. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about something when it comes to why you might want to change the name or use a pseudonym. Well, let's say she released something and it was a failure, like big time bomb that everybody was talking about it. You might not want to try publishing again under that name. Right. The reason why I brought up this is because for myself, I've tried to find the perfect name throughout my history of just being online and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And currently I use James Ippolitti, but here's the problem when I, I'm thinking, let's say somebody says, oh, we're going to publish your thing. I don't know if my last name, and I don't know if other people have this problem. Is my last name too complicated? Most people can't pronounce it. I always have to look on how to spell it, to be honest. Right. Spelling it is or- a problem as well. And that always bothered me. To the point where it's like, I guess give me an author that has a complicated last name and not oh. somebody from the 1400s, you know, like mm-hmm. King. Very So here's another one. Joe Hill is Stephen King's son. Now, he did Joe Hill to get published and not have this nepotism, nepotism. Right. And Even so though we all know it's he's Stephen King's son. But but when he was submitting they might okay. not have known that. And his middle name is Hillstrom or something like that. And mm-hmm. he just shortened it to Joe Hill. And then I remember him saying later he wished he kept the whole last name, the whole name for his last name. But I don't know. I think Joe Hill's a good. I do, too. Good, and, and why? Because it's so simple. It's simple. It's easy to remember. It fits great on a book. It fits great on a book. You know how to spell it. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying about James Ippolitti. So earlier I used to go by James DeFeo. I think you were James DeFeo when I first met you. No. And then I called you R. James. R. James, I think, is the first thing you called me. <laughs> yeah, I, I confused a lot of people. Um, but James yeah. DeFeo I used for music. I like that name. because one. Yeah, but that's one of your family names. Right, right, it's my grandmother's name. It also has that Amityville connection if I want it to be horror. You know, mm-hmm. I'm probably related to the DeFeos in Amityville. Um, yeah. Well, you know, like Claire is one of my family names. I just spelled it differently. Right. And added the same. But I think our St. Claire flows really nice. Oh, well, thanks. I didn't mean to bring it back to me. I just thought about like 
choosing names that well, that's are what I'm saying when we're choosing a name connected. The other one is I can go with um, Dr. J, like Dr. Seuss. Mm-hmm. But I, my problem with that is I don't want to be J, Dr. J, like the Philadelphia 76ers with just J, period. And then if it's Dr. J, it doesn't look visually nice to me. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe you should do like ask your readers or, uh, or people who, your followers, to, to choose a name for you. I'm going to do they, a poll. Yeah. Like a contest. They did that with Joan Crawford. That's how she ended up with Joan oh, Crawford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was her first, her yeah. real name? Do you remember? Louis, Lu, Lucille Lassure. Oh, yeah. That's not easy. <laughs> no. So that's what I want to, like, if you're somebody in my situation where you have a name that might be either too long or maybe you don't even like it, that's another thing. Uh, yeah. You might not like the name or it might be hard to pronounce and or spell. Um, yeah, like my, my real name, my real last name has a lot of syllables. And vowels. And vowels. <laughs> Well, I think the pen name, one of the best reasons to have a pen name, if you do something really stupid, then you won't like your grandmother won't read about it in the paper and know that it was you. Pen names next week. We'll do a new episode. Do you have any things you're thinking about you want to do for next week? I have a couple of well, ideas. We talked about how, how to relate to uh, about author reviews. Okay. You want to do that next week? Yeah, let's do that next week. All right. So next week we'll talk about reviews. How, how to, to get reviews. How to okay, get- now I'm going to stop talking and let you go. That's all right. But yeah, um, yeah, how to get reviews. You can talk, Regina, about how you've went about this and also how to respond to or not respond not to respond. to negative negativity online. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be back next week. All right. Sounds good. See you. Right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Bookworms Horror Podcast. All our links are in the show notes. We'll be back next week with a new episode.